I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Magical Senpai. And it was my choice. And uh, this also was a little bit unusual, too. They were not full-length episodes. The average duration was about 13 minutes, including the opening and ending. And it came out in July 2019, ran through September 2019. A couple of the producers were Clockworks, Flying Dog, Avex Pictures, just to name a couple. Um, it is based on a manga, and the genres were comedy, etchy, senning, and school. And it was 12 episodes long. It's kind of interesting that they go in that particular order, because in my experience with this, that it is comedy first and foremost. It is. And with a real close etchy right behind it. <laughs> it, it, it was, uh, they were married to each other. The comedy and etchy were married to each other. Every, every episode you could say is 10 minutes if you exclude the opening and closing. Just 10 minutes of content. Just about. Yeah. Although technically every episode was what? Three technical episodes together. Yeah. So it may, it really makes me feel like, uh, these were meant to be in between like maybe some commercials or something like that. Like you have, you don't really have too much going on. You don't have enough content to fill up a full segment. So it just really needs to be, you know, inserted there. Uh, also, you know, I feel like uh, because I've seen more of these start to come up, I feel like uh, they're kind of a trend right now. For the last couple of years, I've noticed some more actually appearing more and more. Yeah, kind of like a gag. I've never seen one mainstream this hard, though. What I mean by that is last season it came out uh, last year, and it came out in a legitimate time slot as far as the release goes it came out right beside all of the other 30 minute anime i was unaware until watching it that it was only 12 minutes long and when you look at it uh it was cohesive would be a good way to put it it was definitely along a linear line thankfully each episode like referenced back to the previous episodes it did have a train of thought to follow so it wasn't just a random mishmash of a bunch of shows uh or or scenarios let's call them because a lot of them were very cliched they're pretty good i'm not gonna lie there was some that were that were genuinely made me laugh and and there were others that just didn't yeah i'm right there with you there were a lot of points in this where it really just it really tickled my funny bone i couldn't help but but laugh and at about 11 o'clock at night when my <laughs> wife's sleeping. That's not really ideal when you have someone sitting there start bellowing in the middle of the night. But yeah. it, it was good. I mean, like, it's with it being so short, I feel it really played to the advantage for that as well. Yeah. The comedic timing. Essentially, every episode was one joke. And I think 
nine times out of ten, the jokes landed. Yeah. It was definitely worth your while and to watch it, even if it was just for the jokes. Now, they don't even name the main characters. Anything other than senpai for the female main and assistant for the male main. That's how you know that this is simply a, a completely 100% diehard serious anime when the characters go into such depth as, you know, you're my assistant. Yeah. And it just really, really played hard on the fact that you don't know their names and all she ever refers to him as, all senpai ever refers to him as, is assistant-kun. And that's it. And he's, uh, for whatever reason, totally okay with that, despite the fact that he even points out several times he was forced into the uh, pseudo-fake <laughs> magical club that actually is no club because there weren't enough people. Yeah. And <laughs> the opening couldn't have been better either because he's walking down the hall. It's his first day in, in uh, the new high school and he sees on paper magic club fun and he walks in and senpai just like sees him starts freaking out and just starts throwing up and that's your first interaction with her she's not even doing anything she just has killer stage fright and starts vomiting instantly well no what she was doing she actually nailed a, a trick a rather difficult trick that you don't ever see again, obviously, but you find out later that that's her thing. She can't do magic with people around. She can and totally do she... it with uh, out people around. And that that's, yeah. that's kind of sad. Yeah. It's really, it's really sad that she can't because when you see her do it without other people around, it's like, that's really awesome. She actually does know what the hell she's doing which comes into question a lot as you're watching this, because until you see her actually do stuff correctly, you're just going over there and you're for the, for the lack of a better term, you're just going, this girl knows nothing because yeah. assistant Kun shows up and she explains the trick and he's able to do it. And they're trying to advertise the, the, the club to try to make it a thing. And he does the, my pen goes away trick. And what what was another one? Uh, the, the making butterflies float. The floating butterfly, uh, the floating wallet. And she's in the background <laughs> just staring at him, mesmerized by it. And he's like, yeah, this is nothing. This is just child's play. This is trash. And she's back there staring <laughs> at him. Oh, I want to do Go that. Ahead. How'd you do this that? This is amazing. And then she runs up him by going, I'm going to show everyone the magic blood skirting or blood squirting thumb trick. And assistant goes going, no, don't do it. No, because she doesn't have a trick. She's just going to break her thumb and have blood spewer. And that's going to be the trick. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm that's... just curious. Do you happen to know how much a thousand yen can actually buy a school kid? Like, I'm very curious. I don't know the currency exchange. Uh, how much it can buy something for a, yeah. for a school kid? I honestly could not tell you. I asked because this character cuts up, like, probably close to 10,000 yen over the course of the anime. And I, I don't imagine you can use a, a, a bill that's been cut in half. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, it's... A thousand yen, I know a thousand yen is roughly the equivalent of like nine nine to ten dollars. So it's still it's you know that's it's lunch money. That's lunch money. But 
multiply that by 10, 20, or 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it adds up really quick, like massively quick. Well, the reason I ask is in, in her very first, I'm going to cut the bill in half trick. She saves, if you can even call it, she saves herself the embarrassment of failing at it and actually cutting his bill in half by going, oh, look, it magically disappeared. And now it's reappeared from my wallet. And then she's giving him the money. She's like crying. <laughs> I can only imagine. She's like, well, I can't eat today, but magic. Yay. And that's also the common theme all the way throughout is that she is constantly flubbing up so bad and everything even if it's done wrong she's trying so hard to recover from it to where she's flubbing it or paying out of her own pocket just to make it look like it's normal or or that's yeah. that was all part of the plan now an ongoing theme is the etchy which is right 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 again like you said married to the comedy for the fact that she is an extremely well endowed character. I believe she's referenced to as a cow at one point in time. Uh yeah, I think so. I I really couldn't yeah, tell you. No, assi- assistant uh, Kun actually references her. Yeah, a- yeah. As being a cow at least twice in the anime. And she has a trick where she ties her arms up behind her back. Very simple to get out of. Yet somehow when when she does it in front of him, she ends up in this like bondage situation where she can't get out. And somehow the rope that was behind her back is now very seductively tied all over her body. Yeah. And that's also a common uh, train all the way throughout is that she always ends up in these tied up, boxed up or something else type of situation all the way throughout shirt soaked by either milk or water um one of the most blatant adult themed jokes is that she climbs a tree and to get pigeon eggs and she goes i was the best climber ever no one's ever beat me and as she's climbing you can clearly and this is a running theme almost in every episode see her underwear completely and to to the to the credit she never wears the same underwear twice i was a little bit impressed by that i actually brought that up to one of my female friends and they were like yeah that's a thing so yeah. that that was a little bit odd to me but that's just because i have like 12 pairs of underwear and if it's laundry day it's laundry day you know but either way they all look the same too so so bringing that up where she's in these very uh scampy clothes or very questionable situations across the board they actually have this rated as a pg-13 yeah yeah there are no uh i think there's no nipples and there's nothing there's no nudity it's all covered all the way throughout (laughs) it's covered (laughs) okay now they actually push the limit on this because they introduce a teacher who happens to also be her sister who likes to fondle her boobs for some weird reason Uh, her sister is not well endowed at all no but they also introduce uh, a couple other side characters Masashi and Saki. And now Masashi is just uh, Adonis, just straight the most perfect man ever. At 300 pounds for a 13 year old. To his sister. Yes. <laughs> well, she, she, she loves that he's fat. She loves that he's uh, thick like that. 
<laughs> oh, thick with two C's. Thick with two C's. <laughs> uh, she. What's funny is she even says, "Look at those Jello arms and j- jiggles his arms. Aren't they so wonderful?" And everything. She. She is completely and utterly in love with him, and she makes it well known that she does to where. Yeah. He knows that she's going in there stealing his clothes after he just wore them or rummaging through his trash for stuff or anything else. God. It is yeah. like creepy how how into her brother uh, she is. But whatever floats yeah. her boat, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But like, so everyone's got a kink, let's call it. Um, and her sisters is she likes to. So her, the teacher likes to dress senpai up into outfits that are more or less revealing. And under the guise of, well, she's wearing a bodysuit, so nothing's actually showing. And they do a quick change outfit gag or quick change outfit um, routine where Senpai shows up and the teacher pulls a string and her outfit goes away, replaced with a, uh, a really lavish dress. And then she pulls it again and it's a bathing suit. And both times she's like, no, no, I'm still fully clothed. I'm wearing something else. And then the teacher pulls the wire again and then <laughs> she's wearing like, pasties and she's going no no i'm not naked there's still that bodysuit i'm wearing it's 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 okay yeah she's she's trying to just like before she's trying to make it like it's not a big deal and this is no problem even though it's just falling apart around her yeah yeah and to to um assistant kun's uh credit he, he persists the entire time well he tries to escape so at first <laughs> yeah. she uh to create the club she basically jacks his uh his uh, uh club form to fill out on um, which club he wants to join fills it out for him then takes it there and, and <laughs> senpai then w- is about to go in there and that's when you're first introduced in the teacher's land when you find out that assistant's uh homeroom teacher is senpai's sister yeah and in the same episode they're like yeah i was denied by the way you need more people and that's when i think they call him ma ma right yeah madara uh, no no uh it's not madara um masashi, masashi. yeah uh yeah, masashi saki calls him ma. him ma uh ma ma and but you're first introduced to madara san who is a chemistry uh aficionado and and she hates magic she does because she feels it makes a joke of science and she actually does some pretty awesome tricks like she's able to crumple a bottle by putting hot water in it and letting it cool and then it like it crushes like that there was another thing also i've actually done this really really cool you take a cardboard box or if you take if you want you take a 55 gallon drum and it's empty of course you you put dry ice in there you put water in there it starts to foam up when you bang on the side of it it'll shoot out uh whatever shape you've cut into the cardboard box or a circle and it's really really cool the dry ice maintains the shape either up across and it, it maintains a straight line as it's going it's really really awesome and and she she does all these really cool tricks um and that's the club also that assistant decided to join 
And he he could have successfully gotten away from the Magic Club, away from Senpai, but he decides to join there and then goes into the Magic Club because I guess he feels, if I remember correctly, he feels bad for her a little bit. Yeah, he feels like she can't survive on her own. Yeah. So it's out, it's out of pity. Yeah. And the way that he describes it um, later on is she's a stray cat and both uh, Saki and Ma were go looking at him that's that's a bit possessive that's not normal yeah and because uh this really comes up uh because ma saw senpai walking with a man and so he asked assistant if she had a boyfriend assistant's like no she doesn't have a boyfriend at least not that i know of and so they all decide to follow (laughs) And they, yeah. and that's when you see an assistant really start getting upset about her being with this guy. He's married. He, is he going to do this? Is he going to take her into a van and it's going to be a porno scene type thing? And, and just like all these things start rummaging through his head, start really wild playing in his head. And then they find out, <laughs> oh, it's uh, her sister's husband and he needed help choosing out something for his sister's birthday. Yeah. And the entire time, uh, everyone was thinking that assistant couldn't actually had a thing for senpai. And he's like, no, no, no. It's very much like if you see a homeless cat and you start feeding the cat, trying to take care of the stray, only to realize it's a house cat that just got out a few times. Yeah. And everyone's <laughs> like, well, that's that's not quite right. That, that doesn't sound right no matter what. That's uh, kind of messed hilarious. up. She's not a cat. Number one, number two, you you sound like <laughs> you were trying to take her <laughs> and own her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they they gloss over that because his response is something to the effect of, "Well, she needs to be taken care of. She'll die on her own," or something like that. Yeah. And it was just this was an anime that was well done. It was up until my opinion up until the end because it. it this feels like it, it, it's just going to continue on and on and on. But episode 12, there's no closure. There's no, there's no significant, there, there's no signifying it's going to close. It's going to end. Yeah. She's able to, granted, she's able to work her way through her phobia of stage fright um, in the last episode. And she's able to perform a trick correctly, but she's wearing, <laughs> uh, she's wearing something one would consider to be uh, risque. That's not even the last episode, I think, though. I think it's uh, like maybe one episode beforehand. But I agree with you. It, and that's, as you know, one of my biggest things is it does not give it closure. It does not close it. It does. It, it has a solid opening. And, and it does have kind of a story that you can follow all the way through. It is very comedic. It is very funny all the way throughout it. It has its points where you're just like, like maybe one or two episodes where you watch it and it's like, eh, eh. But overall, <laughs> it was a very well done show. If I had to critique anything in terms of the animation and how it looks, I would have to say the lip thing, not the tooth thing, the lip thing on her face bugged me. Like, I, like if, I thought if that they. Was the piercing. No, because it switches sides a couple times. <laughs> okay. So not a piercing. Not a piercing. I didn't Okay. I just in my head I was like, that's a piercing. Fine, we're good. 
I thought it was a bit weird because her character didn't seem like the type, but it makes a whole lot more sense now that it's a, a fang. Yeah, it's a fang. It, and it's not a tooth fang because it's skin colored. Like, I, I would be fine if they made it white looking like a tooth fang, but it switches sides. And so you have this traveling lip fang that moves <laughs> from one side of your face to the other. That's that's got that's one of my biggest critiques is that right there. You know, I didn't find any animation flaw. Now that you bring that up, I can't even say that it's a flaw. It's just kind of endearing, you know? Yeah. I mean, my it, favorite it just part bugged me. I mean, like I saw, I just, I, I kept subconsciously trying to wipe it away on my own face <laughs> at that point because it, yeah. it, it bugged me, but it, yeah. you know. You, you can't really do it that way because it's like when you're talking to someone who's got some spittle on their mouth and you like you keep wiping away and you, you eventually you're like dude wipe it off but before that you're you're subtly and then more obviously wiping your mouth exaggeratingly where yeah exactly you're just doing it right now and <laughs> yeah like i could see you doing that watching the anime like by the end of it, you're like, here's a towel. Wipe it off. Well, you're not talking. Never mind. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, one of my favorite things about this anime, about this little, this, aside from the fact it didn't take itself seriously, which I found very refreshing and very, very good humored and just good in general, was the fact that everything they were doing was correct. Like the, the tricks with the dry ice, that's, that's factually correct. The crushing of the bottle using the heat as it cools, that's the expanded air as it cools, that's correct. The the pen moving it around, hiding it, that's correct. Uh, the 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 animal, balloon animals, they show you the proper way how to make a dog. Like everything that they're doing, it'll work if you tried it yourself. So that was surprisingly, surprisingly accurate for me. Surprisingly good. Yeah. And And that's one of the things I thought was really well done is that they actually explained how the magic tricks are supposed to work and how it actually works. So, so that way, if you even wanted to try and attempt it, you still could. It's kind of good, kind of giving you uh, directions a little bit, not in depth, but just enough to kind of uh, wet your beak, so to speak. But I found that really only, they only tell you how it's done when assistant is doing it. Or when she's trying to do a new trick. <laughs> yeah. My funniest new trick version of where she actually made it work was when she was like, all right, I'm going to wrap myself in these chains, close this, and I'm going to do something. And you, you're you automatically assuming she's going to take off the chains. No, she disappears. And he's like, where'd she go? Oh, well, I can't find her deuces. <laughs> and she's like, not locked, but she's stuck in a locker and yeah. she was like i'm gonna jump out and scare him and and he'll be so impressed that he'll love it. he'll love this this club and join it and then she tries to get out and realize she can't and he's like ah she must have went out the window or something i'm gone like he just didn't care at all it was awesome yeah was awesome. And, and it's like you know almost as if he could if he wanted to he could have like figured it out pretty quick but he, oh, he yeah, ch- absolutely. Yeah, he chose not to. He just he was like, I'm out. <laughs> Deuces. Uh, a reason to go home early? Okay, no. Yeah. So I, I I think we've pretty much talked about everything that we can for this uh for this one. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, surprised it, it wasn't that content filled, but I'm I'm surprised it was as enjoyable as it was. Yeah. So on a scale of up to ten, how would you rate it, sir? Um, nine. If, if I had to, because it was this is something I'd recommend to somebody else, and this is something I wouldn't mind watching again. Um, I did watch it both in the subbed and the dubbed, and I'm not I, I'm not typically impressed with the dub, but they made it just as funny. So if you've seen the sub and you, you follow along, if you just listen to the dub, you can still visualize what's going on. It's that good. What about you? Uh, I would give it an eight. Nice solid eight. It's, uh, the point deduction is because of my absolute love for closed endings. You know, I can't, okay. I can't, I can't, I hate that they left it so open. It's as if they decided to cut it off halfway through it and go, yeah, all right, we're, we're done. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, this would be perfect for a 24 episode run. Yeah. Perfect. For a full length episode as well. I, I, I don't know if I could go that route with you. Only because the way they did it, it, I mean, it was like, campy. It was. I wouldn't binge. I wouldn't binge this because I would get tired of, of the stop gags. But realistically speaking, like I could handle man two two and a half hours of this, no problem. Anything more than that, I might get tired. But at, at a time, it's it's great as a filler. If you if you need something yeah. to kind of fill your in between moments, this would be great for it. And and the time for it is perfect for that too. Yeah, it doesn't take up much at all. Um, so. Next week is your choice. Next week is my choice. All right. So my choice will be Triage X. It is an action adventure drama, Echi Shonen. Uh, looks like its release date was April 2015, the spring season. Rating is mature. 10 episodes long, 23 minutes each. It looks like it's sourced from a manga, not a... Looks kind of interesting. Let's see how it goes. All right. Sounds good to me. Well, if you've seen next week's choice or the choice from any of the previous weeks or even today's choice, uh, which was uh, Magic Senpai, uh, feel free to let us know what you thought of it. If you felt like we missed anything or if you have a recommendation as to what we should watch next, feel free to let us know. You can email us at featuredanimepodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at those anime guys. And if you want, you can even join our public discord link for that is in the show notes. And we even have a voicemail link for you. So if you want to leave a voicemail, feel free to do so. That is also in the show notes until next time. I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. We'll see you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 